TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm your host, Susan Barancini Mo. And today's a special day because I have an old friend joining me. My friend Larry Wingett, who is a best-selling author, a television personality, a big personality, social commentator, and internationally acclaimed speaker. His newest book is what we're talking about today, What's Wrong with Damn Near Everything, How the Collapse of Core Values is Destroying Us, and How to Fix It. That's what we're talking about today, but he's also written six additional New York Times, Wall Street Journal bestsellers, and we're going to link to all of those in the show notes for today so you can make sure you get those. Larry's also a member of the Speaker Hall of Fame. He started his own television series on A&E. He's been in two CBS specials and two CNBC specials. He's been on Dr. Phil, the Today Show, Tool Academy, The Big Idea, Larry King, and in three national television commercials. He is all over the place, and he talks on many national television shows about success, business, personal finance, parenting, and, brace yourselves, the wussification of America. So, Larry, welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. After that introduction, I can't wait to hear what I have to say. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Well, I've, I've been excited to talk to you because I, of course, always enjoy your books. And I, and I always think it's funny how everybody thinks you're, you're you know, this big rough guy and you're so, you know, but, but you're not. You're really pleasant. You're one of the nicest people I know. So Don't tell people that. Oh, you're going to oh. ruin my reputation. <laughs> I have a brand that I built around being this guy. And now you're telling them I'm a nice guy. Well, what I meant to say was that you're horrible. You're so mean and grouchy. <laughs> you know, here's what's sad. And I, let me comment on that. Here's what's sad. They think if you're direct and you yeah. don't mince words and you don't pussyfoot around and you're not politically correct, that you're mean. And those yeah. two things have nothing to do with each other. I'm right just on. direct. That's right. That's right. And when you look at you actually get, I think it's the people who think that are people who maybe haven't read your work because when you actually get into the meat of the work, it's pretty clear who you are. And, and so, um, you know, and, and, and I was actually really excited to discover how annoyed you too are by the lack of basic grammar understanding. And oh <laughs> grammar and spelling, I've now discovered because of your book, are, are among my core values. <laughs> 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 because that has driven me bonkers for years. So, you know, and, and I think that, that people who say they're not they don't really care about that stuff really miss the fact that they undermine the credibility in their message. And, yeah. and if I'm reading what you wrote right, you kind of seem to suggest it's indicative of a larger problem. It's kind of a symptom of something that's bigger. So could you talk a little bit about like, what's the symptom? I mean, the symptom is there are people who don't care about grammar and spelling, but what's the bigger problem? <laughs> you know, Susan, I've done a hundred interviews about this new book. Uh, I really have, and nobody's honed in on the grammar part. Woo! <laughs> person. I, you, you know, know I, I like to be different. <laughs> the core value of mine is education. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, along with education uh, and paying attention to it and wanting more of it and the, and the thrill that comes, in my opinion, from continually educating yourself so you can stay relevant in the marketplace, along with all of those things, it sort of goes to, I believe, integrity. 
that I have enough integrity about my business and with my customers and what I have to say and with my employees and around who I am that I want to present myself in the best possible way. And it's interesting to me that people think it's okay and, and are upset with those of us that it bothers them. Uh, they think it's okay to use bad grammar and they don't understand that it does undermine their credibility. I see speakers, professional speakers, go on the stage and use bad grammar. I wouldn't trust a speaker who has a message, no matter how good the message is, if they're not able to spit it out with good grammar. It's like a best-selling author uh, who writes with bad grammar. And, you know, people, though, and they use the excuse all the time, Churchill couldn't spell, Ernest Hemingway couldn't spell, and they name all the presidents who couldn't spell. You know, they all had editors. Yes. <laughs> Most people don't have editors. They have spell check and they don't use it, but these people have professional editors. We all make mistakes from time to time, but I care enough about what I have to say to do everything in my power to make sure that I don't open myself up to unnecessary criticism by not being able to spell and not use good grammar. So it's all about your messaging and the integrity you have behind it and what you consider honorable to, to present to the marketplace. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I couldn't agree more, yes. Well, so, so when you talk about integrity, and, and that's a core value, um, and, and you do talk about core, I mean, obviously you talk about core values a lot because that's what the book's about. And, and really you talk about them as these unwavering and unchanging ideals that guide everything we do, how we do it, become the lens through which we see the world. Right. And there's this section where you talked about what your parents taught you. And it basically boiled down to that you were taught you're responsible for yourself in every way, which no coincidence has become the key message of your work. <laughs> so, so shocker. So, so let's say someone's watching this interview right now and, and they weren't taught the things that you were, but they read your book and they were reading that section on core values and they thought, you know, I like the sound of those values, but they're not really what I was raised with. They're not how I've been living but I like the way that sounds and I want to kind of be that person. I just know maybe I'm not that person right now. Can someone's core values be changed? And, and if so, how could someone who was looking at your list of ideals and core values start to make that change? If we're looking at someone's behavior and what they're doing in, in life and in business, we have to understand the one thing that drives all behavior. And the one thing that drives all behavior would be consequences. Consequences drive behavior. If there is no downside, if there is no negative consequence for what we do, we will continue to do it. After all, why not? And human nature says we can do whatever we can get by with. And that's what we will do. If you have children, they'll do whatever they can get by with. So will uh, anybody in the workforce, and that's said a lot about millennials and boomers and all of us. People do what they can get by with. The key is not to let them buy with very much. And I believe that society and your bank account and the marketplace and your consumers will control your behavior based on the consequences they impose on you. 
Mm -hmm. I really believe that. Now, when you look at the consequences of your life, that's what you're living. Your results are your consequences. If it's working really well for you, if things are really going great, I would say that that is a reflection of your values. If something's not going so well, that is a reflection of your values. So everything that you've just asked, asked me sort of goes down to some self-analysis. Is what I'm doing working? If it's not working, then I'm feeling the negative consequences of my behavior. Where does behavior come from? Behavior comes from your beliefs because we all act according to what we believe. And where did that come from? That comes from the values that have been instilled in you. So sometimes, Susan, you work backwards. You don't start with a core value and say, here's my core value and this is how I will now act as a result of that. Those of us who are very fortunate, and I consider myself fortunate, to have been raised with the core values, as you brought up, I talk about mm -hmm. the book of honesty and integrity and a work ethic and self-sufficiency. Uh, we're fortunate. We operate from within, so without. Some people have to do it in reverse if they weren't raised that way. So they look at the out, and then they have to do some analysis, analysis to understand that what's going on outside of them is the result of what's going on from inside of them. So you have to work backwards. So look at your results, look at what you're living, understand those things are your consequences, understand that consequences are the result of your behavior, behavior is the consequence of your beliefs, and your beliefs are the consequence of your core values. It kind of reminds me a little bit of a long time ago, many years ago, you and I were talking about public speaking, and I said, well, how'd you get so good at it? And you said, well, I was nervous at first, you know, but I realized that preparing made me feel less nervous and every time. And so it was sort of a, a case of preparation, making it more, uh, making you feel more confident. So Confidence always comes from being prepared, I believe. Yeah. 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 So um, I've never done this on this show yet, but. Um, a good time to I, start. May I ask you a bonus question? Sure. <laughs> I have not yet felt compelled to ask a bonus question, but here we are. So, okay, bonus question that I hadn't prepared, but I was thinking of. Um, a lot of the things you were talking about sound great, but what about that whole nice guys finish last thing? What about somebody who's working really hard and is doing all the things you say, but still struggling? Well, it always comes down to the value that you add. And so uh, people love to say, nice guys finish last. And, <laughs> and, and oh, But look, it's not working, Larry. I'm a nice guy. I'm doing all the right things. Here's the deal. You can be doing all the right things and nobody gives a damn. Yeah. And that's the problem. Nobody gives a damn because you're not making it relevant to them. I am rewarded in direct proportion to the value I bring to other people's lives and businesses. That's how it is. If I'm not bringing value to their life or value to their business, they're not going to pay me anything, regardless whether I'm a nice guy or regardless of where, whether I'm living up to my reputation of being a jerk. It always comes down to value. So everybody should step back and look at the marketplace and understand that they are rewarded in proportion to the value they bring. Jim Rohn said 40 years ago, that we are all rewarded in proportion to our service. I've sort of switched that up to value. He says people who make $5 an hour make $5 an hour because they provide $5 worth of service and it takes them an hour to do so. 
And people who make $5,000 an hour make that much because they perform a $5,000 service and it takes them an hour to do so. It's not the hour that makes the difference. It's the value, the service in the hour. So what I would ask everybody to do is sit back and understand that how much money you're getting paid, your level of success is based on how much value you bring to the customers that you have chosen. I'm so glad you said that. That was one of my favorite parts in the book. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. It just didn't have to. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you did that because usually, you know, I have a book here. I have the digital copy of the book. So I'm glad oh, you helped me out. It's what's wrong with damn near everything. How the collapse of core values is destroying us and how to fix it. It and all comes down to core values to me. It sounds, I mean, there's no question. I mean, the book is a very convincing argument for that. Absolutely. And so are you really, I mean, no I doubt about it. Um, so we're going to link to the book in the show notes today so that people can go to Amazon and get it. Um, so viewers, thank you so much for watching. I hope you found this as fun and entertaining and informative as I did. And if you did, please click the like button and hit subscribe so you don't miss any more interviews. Larry, thank you so much for being on the show and I thank you for watching. Thanks for watching. Talk to you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.